2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: Previously on Dungeons and Dragons.
2: Lord Never Ember had one more piece that we needed to discuss before we go. This is Elia. When the cult of the dragon sounded the dracorn, many metallic dragons began to investigate And they wish for a representative to be sent to their council meeting in the Nether Mountains.
0: Sounds like we got a new list of tasks. Yes, we are in agreement.
2: You guys have just stepped off the train at the Guild of the Nine Shadows. Colonel Reginald Thermopolis is my name. We will try our very hardest to help you, but you guys need to take the... Lead. Thea, uh, you bump shoulders with somebody and you turn and you look and you see a, a female elf. She looks astonishingly similar to you. What's your name? Mia Thamastasia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, how long have you guys been here? Do you not know about the parallel fucking world shit? No. Oh, Jesus Christ. We don't have time to get in this now, but next time we'll have to have an whole exposition. Okay, there's one of you. There's one of you. And he's pointing around. And it's one of you somewhere else in another world. You guys head back down to the train and Danson's standing there waiting. And uh, Danson fires up the train and you guys head off towards... Where are we going? The
0: Nether Mountains. The Nether Mountains.
3: After a long
2: travel, you... Wake up, and you look out the window, and you are mountainside as the train pulls to a stop at the base of the Nether Mountains, where you are expected to meet the Council of the Metallic Dragons. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We are a 5th edition actual play podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is a... Um, a mega sized, super special all star cast of amazing people. Um, but we'll start with the, the regular,
0: <laughs> not so special, sure. so old people.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Carla Johnson.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm Carla. I play New Lara Moonbrook. I just waved because I can see your
4: faces.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't normally wave when we're just doing audio.
4: And Tom Laird. Uh, hey, I'm Tom, I play Flint Firebeard, and I always wave, even when we're just <laughs> doing audio. Aw,
0: that's nice to know, right?
2: Amy Moore, as well.
0: Yeah, hi, I'm Amy, I play Dia Anastasia. and I sometimes wave, I sometimes not wave. It's a good, Best this a good intro
2: here. <laughs> also with us, hopefully have some better banter with <laughs> special guests. <laughs> we'll start with Katie Mayweber from Dungeons and Dice and Everything Nice.
0: Her thing just went. Crazy. Oh. <laughs> you broke it, Russ. I oh, know you it jinxed either? her. And instead, we're gonna start with Keith <laughs> from *Bros and Dragons*. What's up, Keith?
5: Not much. I am special guest number one. Uh, I will be playing Protanther. Also with us, Victoria Rogers from the Broad Swords.
6: Hi, I'm Victoria. Um, I'm waving too. Hi. Um, and I'll be playing the Silver Dragon Tarlia Carnos.
2: Nailed it. Yeah, that was that good. Is good. That was wow. beautiful.
0: It just like rolled off your tie. It's so good. Also
2: joining us, Curtis Bolin from Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters.
3: Hi, everybody. I'm used to being the Dungeon Master, so this is a fantastic chance for me to actually be a player character, and I'll be playing Eleuthera today.
2: Wonderful. And Katie... I'm sure you're recording, and you probably did 16 intros by this point.
1: <laughs> you guys hear me? I feel like I'm going crazy. I can hear you yeah, now. I can hear you now. Oh my gosh, this is the best news I've ever heard. Hi, I'm Katie May, and I will be playing Taz McKella.
2: Also joining us in a little bit, probably very shortly, so we better get this meeting rolling here is jeremy alexa from the dice unkind he will be joining in a little bit uh, always always late to the meeting um so thank you all so much for joining us today
0: yeah hey Yay. Yay.
2: um it seems like i've been planning this for like three months but i know it hasn't been quite that long because
0: because um, you'd feel more prepared because i'd that feel long.
2: more prepared if that were the case and i still don't don't know if i'm quite ready for it but that's dnd right
0: I sure hope so. Yeah. yeah, I've literally never been prepared. So no one's holding you to any kind of standard other than you, Russ.
2: Good. I'm looking forward to this then. Wait, were we supposed to prepare?
0: <laughs> nope. I, I'm I mean, You're not I'm, on this podcast. I only sent you a few <laughs> notes. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Raise your hand if you haven't read the notes. <laughs> no, Note just me. I read the notes. I read the notes. I can't be fired.
5: I skimmed it. <laughs> that marriage thing, right? Yeah, this
2: is a tryout for Amy's character, really, because she doesn't read the notes. So.
0: <laughs> you know what? You know what? Though your notes mean nothing to me, and where I get mixed up is when you ask me a question about my own character. <laughs> that I don't know the answers. It's
4: where to. we always struggle.
0: Yes, it's true.
2: Um, so, just because there's so many people here, let's just jump right in. Fuck it, let's play some D and D.
3: Fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: We join our illustrious travelers, our adventurers, our our hired people for stopping the end of the world, as they arrive at the base of the Nether Mountains, and you step off of the Guild of the Nine Shadows train after having traveled for an unknowable... <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait, is
0: there trains in this universe? i sorry. Fucking train. There's I'm, one train. I don't train. think we've ever been on a I, train before. I don't think there's trains in this world, Russ. Sorry, one one train. No, it's fine. Uh, After
2: having, (laughs) let's not
0: change what we do now.
2: (laughs) It's a
5: wagon train. It's fine.
2: (laughs) It's fine. Yeah, you've been you know pumping it to keep it going. That's fine. Uh, But you've been traveling for an unknowable amount of time, having seen so many things that you just can't even talk about them. Um, And you arrive at the southern base of the Nether Mountains. You weren't given an exact location where to go, but you begin walking up and through what looks like a clear path into the mountains, and Francis and Flamikins are with you, of course.
0: Francis is with us? No. That can't be right. Oh, boy. (laughs) Thaddeus.
2: There it is.
0: With us in spirit, right? In spirit. Yeah,
2: in spirit. He might make an
0: appearance, but...
2: Thaddeus and Flamikins are with you. Uh, Flamikins tagging along to try and get back to Waterdeep to find a a new ship to hop aboard. And Thaddeus speaks up after starting into the mountains and he says, you know, you should probably uh, just keep our eyes and ears open. The Nether Mountains are a known area for for blue dragons and uh, hobgoblins. You don't want to be snuck up on (laughs) like you guys (laughs) usually are. Always. (laughs) Always. Roll for initiative. You start up the face of the nearest mountain with what order are you going in? I'll leave the charge.
0: I'll go next. Or do you want to go in the middle, Thea? Uh Well, even if you do go next, flamykins and oh, true. Thaddeus can, can bring up the rear. As always, let's keep the NPCs where they're most likely to take any arrows yeah. for us. Yes. Perfect. Okay, let's do that.
2: You start up the face of the nearest mountain with uh, Flint leading the charge there, and you're, you're climbing up Flint, and you're having a little trouble, and uh, Nulara, you see swooping down from the sky a large hawk-like creature, uh, kind of blue and red, and it looks like it's diving directly towards Flint.
0: You give him a little push on his bottom? <laughs> on, <that> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I, like, you know, shove him. Not off the mountain, ah! just like, hey, buddy. Hey, huh?
2: Huh? Pointing <laughs> out. It lands directly in front of Flint, and three more of these giant hawk creatures land on the peaks around you. And the one in front of you, there comes a voice from, and you hear kind of a, what you, you assume is, well, it's kind of a weird voice. But anyways, it's like, you're late. We're late? Sorry. Yeah, you were expected quite a while ago. The bird's mouth isn't moving, by the way.
4: Well, if you've been expecting us, then you know we're late pretty much everywhere we go.
2: And the, the bird turns, and on the back of the bird is a small gnome creature. Fun. <laughs> and he looks down at you and says, look, we were told you were going to be here a while ago. You've kept the dragons waiting. They're kind of... that. You don't like to keep dragons waiting. Oh,
0: boy. Okay. Well, I mean... You know, we were doing all those adventures that we've been doing, so... Really important stuff. Really important stuff that we've been doing. We're sorry we're late.
2: Yeah, we have so many details about all the things that you've done. So I'm many things. I can get into it,
0: point by point, if you'd like.
2: Dare we say you have done nothing uh, in the last little while. But anyways, hop on the birds and i will take you where you need to go.
0: This is the best. New is ecstatic. <laughs> You know how I feel about flying on creatures. This is like the best.
2: You hop on the backs of what you now recognize as giant rocks. uh, ROC. They take off and begin towards the peaks. And after flying for a while, you make your way to what appears to be the tallest mountain above the clouds. And you are dropped down into the caldera of what looks to be an extinct volcano. And the gnome lands first and you land behind him and he hops off. And ushers them away after you all are standing in the middle of this. And he says, if there, "Is there anything you guys need to know before I call in the council? Because I've heard that you guys kind of just don't prepare for anything."
0: Who's the nicest?
2: <laughs> who's the? Who's Who would you the
0: say the most so easygoing? Yeah. Dragon.
2: Uh, he he looks at and he says, "Probably Protanther," and gives you a wink.
4: He's going Uh to be your best bud. Keith is shaking his head, so I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He
2: lets out a loud whistle, and after a few moments, you hear the thunderous sound of wings flapping and multiple roars that shake the ground you stand on. And one at a time, coming up, and over the edge of this, uh, this volcano, you see four enormous dragons land inside the basin where you stand. A copper, a silver, a brass, and gold. And they align themselves after landing and the ground shaking and crumbling a little bit beneath you. And they align themselves in what you now recognize along the edges as carved out thrones in the side of this mountain. You see them look to an empty space and almost shake their heads. Dragons, you are looking around for your final member, Nemur, the representative for the Bronze Dragons, who is late, again, obviously.
0: Thea drops to her knees. Like, you know, royalty! Okay, I, yeah. No more will follow suit, that seems like.
4: Are they still behind me, so I don't realize they've dropped to their knees?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're just like an asshole standing there like, da-da-da.
2: Roll perception, Flynn. <laughs> Thaddeus and, uh, and Flamikins are, uh, well, Flamikins is quite taken aback. She's a small goblin, and she's like,
0: holy shit, what did you get me into here, guys? I, I pull. I pull her down beside yeah. me and just like, shh.
2: The gnome steps forward and he calls to the dragons and he says, "These are the adventurers who have come from Waterdeep and are supposed to help bring us together, but I mean they're late and they said they're sorry or something. Anyways, introduce yourselves, please." And he looks to you, the
4: adventurers.
0: I'm New Lara Moonbrook.
4: Flint Firebeard.
0: <laughs> I'm Thea Amastasia, and I. I do like a little bowers. <laughs> See, like no, nah, no. Nah. Thaddeus very is,
2: Thaddeus is an older man. and He stands up and he says, "I'm I'm Thaddeus Sicker Cromapple." And Flamikins stands up and says, "I'm I'm Flamikins. I'm going to stand back here though, because this is this is a bit much for me." And then the gnome turns to the dragons and says, "If you haven't heard of them, but please introduce yourselves." The gold dragon, clearly the largest leans down and eyes up the group.
5: I am Protanthor. It is good to meet most of you.
6: The silver dragon moves slightly to the side and her her big gaping mouth opens up into a bit of a grin and she looks at all of you and says, My name is is Otarlia Karnos. And it's a pleasure to meet you once again.
0: Sorry, I'm trying to remember if we... Yeah, If, like, too, just... if we get it.
2: Mm-hmm. Don't get it, because you guys don't take any clues at all, ever.
0: <laughs> 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 this is so true. This is something that we don't do. So that is um, something that we don't do. Okay, I guess I look confused.
2: May- yeah, maybe as you're looking dumbfounded and confused, the brass dragon speaks up and introduces.
3: Hello, I'm Eluthra. It's very nice to meet all of you. Do any of you speak draconic? That is the language I prefer to converse with all life forms in.
0: Thea, Thea raises her hand. Yeah, me as well. Meekly. also raises her hand.
3: Then Eluthra would continue on in draconic and, that, and say... Once we finish up with the, the pleasantries and the things that we are required to get through, I would like to hear more about each and every one of you and how you came to be here and where you came from. I'm also interested in hearing about the individual items that you are carrying. I'm also very interested in hearing about your lineage as well. But I do know that we are short on time, so I'd only like to set aside perhaps a couple of days to maybe a couple of weeks for us to converse.
0: <laughs> the looks at him wide-eyed and <laughs> Jack Konick says... Of course. She starts looking around for the train.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With a bit of a side-eye to Eleuthera, the copper dragon begins to speak.
1: Hi, I am Taz Michella. I'm hoping that our meeting is equally as prosperous, but about half as long as he was saying it would be.
0: I like her immediately.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the gnome looks to everybody and says, well... I think you guys know what to do here. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'll leave it to you.
0: Second BT
2: Dub, name's Jerbo. Just give me a holler when you need to go back down the mountains.
0: He got real sassy all of a sudden. He did. Yeah. He's on a 15 now.
2: Um, and he, 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 he just <laughs> takes a step to the side. He doesn't go anywhere. But...
0: Well, obviously, my fellow adventurers and I, while climbing this mountain, had a really thorough discussion about who would take lead on this conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we are ready to start,
7: mm-hmm.
0: um, but like maybe Thea, you're like, you know, you're yeah. the most civilized of us. So, I'm not trying to like volunteer you. I'm happy to do no, it, no. But, it's true. Like it's true. I come from I come from a highbrow, fancy family. So exactly the I'm I'm essentially going to treat the dragons like royalty. So, with my my head bowed and in draconic, so that Eleuthera is happy, and obviously everyone else also speaks draconic, Um, (laughs) except for some people in our party. So are you guys. Um, I say, um, Magnanimous Dragons, what could our humble group uh, do for you uh, and help to join our forces together and, and do some good in this world?
3: Russ, would I notice that there's folks in the group that don't understand Draconic, that don't understand what she's saying?
0: Yeah, Flint
2: doesn't understand what you're saying, and he often looks kind of confused. So
4: I'm going to say I'm not the sharpest tool in the drawer.
2: Thaddeus did not say that he knows how to speak Draconic, but he appears to be following along, and Flamikins is just dumbfounded. So, uh, yeah, you would probably recognize that Flint. is isn't following along when people are speaking Draconic.
3: Okay. So I'd, I'd like to switch back to Common then. So I'd like to get your permission. I can cast tongues on all of you so that everyone can understand Draconic while we're having this conversation. May I?
4: Uh, sure. That works for me. Yeah. I don't see why not.
3: Then I cast tongues on everyone so that everyone should be able to understand and speak Draconic now. Ilthara lo- looks very, very smug and pleased with himself that he now accomplished an avenue for everyone to speak in the in the proper language.
0: Thank you Aluthra uh, that was so kind of you.
3: What was the question again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um we are here on behalf of the council of Waterdeep to try to build a bridge between you and us and and try to work together to stop the evil forces that are trying to rip apart this land. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys into it?
5: Pro Protanther kind of almost glares down at Thea says. Oh, no. This bridge would be much easier built were it not for the actions of your people in the past.
0: Oh, um I understand that my people have not always been the kindest or they have not made good choices in the past, but I beg you not to judge all of us based on the terrible decisions of a few.
2: Now, does Thea means, know what he's talking about? I think, or... I feel
0: like she does. But can you tell me anyway?
2: <laughs> Roll a history check.
0: <laughs> That's a 19.
2: Yeah, you know that what he may be referring to is known as the Drakorj mythal yes. Um And this was an area that was created during the time of dragons by elven high mages. And it encompassed an area of roughly 250,000 square miles. Um, And what happened in that area was it caused all dragons and dragon-blooded creatures to slowly become more agitated and reckless and eventually becoming little more than raging beasts. And that area does not exist anymore, but it was... Because of the elves at the time. That, Why should they do that? Um, well, because they they'd be bitches. Ah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yes. Just bitches being bitches. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was elven action. Yes? Yeah. Okay. We, got, okay. we got we got Good a, to know an elf cater going on here. Um do do I know what kind of elves created this, uh, Dekorage Mythil? No, mm, it's not so Okay, so I don't know if it was like my people, my people.
2: I mean you're from from uh, Silvery Moon, so you're higher up, L. So yeah, I mean yes, it's probably oh, my
0: people. Oh, it's like finding oh. out that your grandparents had slaves. Good god. I say <laughs> <laughs> like on Say by the Bell, right? Is this your reference?
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, of course. Um <laughs> I I say, I I cannot give, a, um, I cannot give enough apologies for what my people have done in the past. But I, I don't want that to stop us from moving ahead in the future. If if we cannot work together toward this, I, I fear we may not be able to to stop the rise of Tiamat, and it would all be for nothing.
3: I agree. So- I'm less concerned about what your people have done in the past. In- more concerned about what your people could do in the future, which is where I'm still on the fence, so to speak. Why do we need to work together? Why do we need you?
5: We are more than capable of dealing with this threat on our own.
0: Great dragons, we know that you don't need us. I'm a mortal, I'm a human, I'm halfway to my grave already, but we have something to offer. We have knowledge and we have heart and we'll try and we will suffer more than anyone if the nine gates of hell open. So we are looking for your help, even though you don't have to provide it.
3: So you are the chosen representatives of your people. You speak on their behalf.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We say confidently.
4: They might not have thought it through. (laughs) It's fine.
0: Is there something particular that you would like from us or think we could offer?
6: At that point, the silver dragon stirs and she looks directly at Flint. What could we want? I know exactly what we could want. Your people killed my niece in your dragon moots. And you took her skin and made it into armor. I want it. And I want a formal apology.
4: I I didn't know about this, but this is definitely something I can take back to to Mithril Hall with me and and try to get done for you.
6: Try is not good enough.
4: Well, I mean, I, I can't just guarantee it. <laughs> Sorry, Flint, make a history check. Okay. Uh,
2: 18. Uh, yeah, you know that the former king of Mithril Hall, you know him, um, and the fact that he is in possession of this armor that you feel like is probably what uh, is being spoke of now sure so you know who it is about where it is um and you having lived in mithril hall you've heard of ambassador conrad Bronenville, who used to be who was the former king of mithril hall but uh now is just an ambassador for for dwarves um, but have not seen him at any of the Waterdeep Council meetings thus far.
4: All right. Uh, well, I know who currently has the armor, and I, I will make it a mission of mine to get it back for you.
6: How should I align myself with someone who wears the skin of my kin?
4: I mean, I, I get it. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah. You are just, like, awkwardly looking away,
0: like... Yeah. Like, my <laughs> collar, like,
4: I'm wringing oh, my collar a little... <laughs> uh, I mean, I, under, I understand any, any trepidation towards, uh, towards helping the dwarves after that, but surely the, the sins of, of, of one point in time, although may not be forgotten, may be forgiven ever so slightly. I
5: have a question. Do you have family?
4: uh yes, yes, I do
5: and if we were to skin them and wear them as an eye patch, would it be
4: forgivable? I mean, I probably wouldn't like it. No. that's for sure, but if there's a you would not a greater good situation uh to be had then. I might be able to look past that.
0: Oh, this is the worst. I can't look past it. and He's my friend. Yeah,
4: it's really not good.
3: <laughs> I'll step forward a bit. We are talking about the end of the world here. So there have been travesties and insults that have happened in the past. Again, not overly concerned about what has happened in the past. I'm more concerned about what's going to happen for the future. So again... I do ask the question, why do we need you? I appreciate that you have heart and hmm. that you feel like you could be an asset. I don't like to go to war on feelings. Do you have anything to offer? Concrete can you even tell me the number of soldiers that you would have charging into battle with us? Is there any information that you can provide to me that would make me think our us being allied would be at all a competent decision to make?
0: We're small. We're small. It's not just a battle to be won on the battlefield. There's going to be a need to, to talk to individuals. Things need to try to be broken down from the inside are you telling me that that you can solve this by strutting up and and just finishing it why don't you Ooh, sassy wow well, they said we could take care of this ourselves <laughs> why do we need you I also want to know why do you need us why are <laughs> we even here thea's getting a little agitated <laughs> it's very stressful for us the has had too many cups of coffee
5: you say. You say small, but insignificant is, I think, a better term.
0: I agree. Fair. I'm just going to be the yes woman. No, I mean, it's, it's... You speak the truth. We are insignificant compared to you. But we can still offer something. We have knowledge and we have the ability to be convincing in a way that perhaps... Creatures as intimidating as yourselves can't be.
5: What in your long years do you have to bring to the table as far as knowledge?
0: Oh, we have we have people. We have people. We have the we have the, we have the order of the gauntlet. We have the Emerald Enclave and the, the Lord's Alliance. And uh, and we have the. Vast armies across Faerun ready uh, to help out because this means something. This is the this is the the end for us and the beginning of something horrible. Would you like to to live your long life to see that?
3: You are authorized to make those commitments for all those vast armies?
0: Yes. Sure we are. (laughs) Why else would they send us here with with? without the ability to make promises we intend to keep. These running off a pure just balls right now. <laughs> you know, it seems true. They wanted us to come and represent them, so we must be able to, uh, you know. <laughs>
3: on this dragon council, I have the unique position of being really the only one that is truly undecided on the direction to go in. I can see a point to be made on either side, On why we should align ourselves with you. Or why we should try and go it alone. Because there are members of this council that believe going it alone would be much more advantageous and a higher success rate. But if there are people that are willing to help and give their resources to us, I would think it would be foolish to just simply pass that over. However, I'm still looking for more concrete information to convince me to go one way or the other. And I haven't heard a good argument either way, other than vast armies.
0: Oh, I've got it. What do you have to lose? If it fails, a bunch of elven, human, dwarf lives lost. Big deal. Plan B. It's actually kind of nice to know that there's a plan B. I'm not so worried about
1: lives being lost. Um, I, I think everyone on all sides is ready to make that sacrifice. I'm more worried about you arming these people, you readying these people, and then the rather human trait of betrayal comes in. And I think that we need to make sure that you will keep your people in line. How do you not know that these many people that the, what, three of you are going to keep on our side, how do you know that your people are loyal?
0: You know, she's not wrong. So. I know this is the problem. Like, this is, these guys are making some pretty good points, you guys. But, I mean, okay, so let's think about this logically. Why would everyone be ready to take up arms against Tiamat? This big problem we all seem to have. And then turn around and go, but wait, there are these dragons. Let's fight them instead who are not causing any sort of issues or it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense there's an immediate threat are you worried about if after that threat is taken care of if we will not continue on to harm you
5: it would be a interesting opportunity for you to rid yourselves of dragon kind in its entirety
0: well i don't i don't have a problem with dragons i don't personally i just feel like Tiamat's kind of the big deal here and the the rest of it, just I would hope we. God damn it!
2: Thaddeus speaks up after watching this train wreck. Oh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he says, "I um, I have fought with many of the armies on all sides uh, over the years, and you're right. We do have a tendency to um, look at our own interests." And try and, you know, just look what's best for us. But I feel like in this moment, if there's something that we can do to bridge this gap. And bring the metallic dragons together with the humanoids of Waterdeep. I feel like the end of the world is not a time that any of these people would turn an eye or scoff at anything that you had to offer even knowing your histories are jaded not jaded are are soiled or tainted by the things that we have done in the past we as a people not as we as me because I died I love dragons all dragons
6: good save good save Thaddeus
5: Uh, Thaddeus is a human correct? you got it yeah
6: when he speaks, when he finishes speaking, Otalia Carnos stirs. The small one speaks correctly. We must strike and... I have lived for a long time amongst the people. And at that point, her, her figure shifts and in like a kind of a brilliance of a silver light, her image shifts and reduces to that of the form of Elia.
0: Ah. And we're all like, what the?
6: <laughs> I have spent many of my years with these people. And they are not quite as good as us. But it is our duty to show them the way of Bahamat. And I think having them on our side would benefit everyone and reduce casualties. Because at what loss would we take if we were to venture on this alone? The,
0: the, no, like-
5: the longer we wait, the more prepared they are. If we were to act quicker without waiting for them to ready their forces. A quick decisive strike would be our best bet
2: we uh have come across some information that uh maybe they're more ready than maybe you think they are um we've heard that um they have all of the dragon masks all in one place um and i i know anything when you got all your masks in one place
0: (laughs) party's about to happen classic saying, when you've got all your masks yep. in one place, the parties are That old happen. adage.
2: Knowing that they are perhaps more prepared than either of us think they are, perhaps it would be better to unite as one and go in as a united front, as opposed to each side going in separately and perhaps not being as successful unless we're together.
3: But the enemy... Can't have all the masks yet. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this conversation.
2: It's just what a guy in a field told us right before he tried to kill some other rando who was on our. Sh- a on guy our, in a field. Our, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, he was. He was from 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 the cult. Somebody
5: else tag out. Is this the valuable info you spoke so highly of? I'm new. You, who are humans. I do not fault you. In your short years, you are able to wield much power, and you don't have the, the blessing of years to gain the wisdom to control it. However, you, Elf, you have many years. You have no excuse for not wielding such power with a tempered, Mind.
0: Well, in in my very thin defense, um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm only two hundred, and I went through this big rebellious phase (laughs) with my my parents. (laughs) Technically, as
2: (laughs) Thea is trying to justify her Her existence here,
0: rebellion.
2: 13 rebellious
3: years.
0: <laughs> there was about to be a bit of backstory.
2: Was
3: there going to be a goblin?
2: Goth- God forbid. A giant bronze dragon flies kind of helter skelter through the air and lands down in the middle of this meeting. Jeremy, welcome. Hi. So we are amidst some very serious talks of where we're. We're not just doing well. Slinging, slinging for hot fire at Uh-oh. each other here. <laughs>
7: Uh, but you've shown up late. Uh, um, uh, am I hearing anything over this? Uh, a- am I hearing anything as I'm walking in?
0: Are you walking in, or are you just like dude, dude. <laughs> like a big chicken,
7: kind
0: of? It yeah. <laughs> was kind of what I imagined. Like, That's what, what I was, was picturing. picturing. Yeah, Some waddling. Uh, I thought
7: maybe you flew down. I fly down. I fly down, but I will choose to turn into a human form. And I start walking, I do start walking up to sort of this central uh, uh council. Are they all in dragon form um as I'm walking into this or Elia
2: has turned into human, and I don't believe you said you turned back, so there's one dragon who is in human form. the other three are in dragon form, so you're in the middle of sorry, I'll paint the picture for you you're in the middle of an like an the basin of an extinct volcano, and there's huge thrones carved out of the side walls uh, where the dragons are seated. Um, Elia is the silver dragon. Um, She is in human form. Um, And then the adventurers are kind of uh, central in between all of them at this point.
7: Okay. Um, As I, uh, I, I fly into right before the gap, about 20 feet before the gap in the circle, of this, of this dragon council, as you will, in the middle of this volcano, and I transform into a human form uh, with long uh, salt and pepper hair, with very sharp features, um, in leather armor, and I just in it, but it is bronze-colored leather armor, and I'm walking up to sort of the place equidistant in that opening of the circle, and I announce to everyone. Sorry, I was in another meeting. That was dragging on.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Thea laughs. Oh, this is the worst Thea's thing like, that's ever oh. happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Oh, no. I think levity was needed. <laughs> yeah, Thea's so grateful she can stop, like, confessing to... I don't know what she was going to contest to do. I was I about her, to get into things with my parents, and it's going to
7: be—it's going to be a whole Degrassi moment. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, so, so I walk in and with that little icebreaker, and, and, and I and I look at everybody and go, "What did I miss?"
3: I am interested to hear more about the dragon masks. So it sounds like you know where they are
0: we captured a former leader of the dragon cult who told us that that the masks have been collected so that is the information that that we have and you're right i don't know why we can even be having this meeting if that's the case but they must still be missing something
5: where is this cult member now
0: god i can't remember did we kill him mm. No, he's still being held um, him, with okay? the oh, counsel at right. right. he, he saw Flynn naked, so I mean, he's scarred emotionally. But I mean, other yeah, than he that, yeah, he had a
4: tough go of it. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, he is being he is being held. Um, we would be happy to turn him over to you for further questioning, if that's what you desire.
3: What I would d- desire is a commitment from you that. All the dragon masks are returned to us. And I think that you have actually already shown some value just by this conversation in just this brief moment and exchange. You've already established that knowledge about the location of the dragon masks and potential leads of gathering more information. Before we even talk about the resources, the armies, the training, the magic that you have to bring. Just through this conversation, we have come across useful information.
5: If they can be trusted.
0: What can we do to earn your trust? Or they? What can they do? It's okay if you never trust me. I understand. However, I want you to trust me.
3: My experience in dealing with the smaller races is that you all... You all have the the same flaws, the same quirks, but there are individuals within each of the races that do rise above. And it's those individuals that I think that we should be looking to as the example for the races rather than the, the pettiness that can sometimes come from the rabble. What might push me in a certain direction is... Because you are able to speak on behalf of the other races. If you can make the commitment on their behalf that all of the dragon masks will be returned to the metallic dragons. Because they are far too dangerous to remain in this world and have dwarves, elves, or humans know where they are. If you can make that commitment. Then I could see myself leaning towards us joining forces.
0: What would you do with the masks? Take them to another realm? How would you stop humans or elves or dwarves from getting them again?
3: We wouldn't tell you where they were? <laughs> I mean, it's a good strategy. Yes.
0: Sounds good to me. We've put them under <laughs> these giant cups. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I look at, at uh, Flint and Thea And I guess Thaddeus, but, you know, we only need him to save us when we're floundering. We don't really take this opinion into account much (laughs) other than that. Um, And, like, exchange uh, looks because, like, that certainly sounds reasonable to me. I don't think this is, like, they're objects that are too powerful for people, for humanoids to have. We can't. It's, we're too easily corrupted to have something so powerful.
4: Yeah, kind of. I see the the logic with that.
0: I nod, like I take your hand. Uh, I give you a, mm, perfect. <laughs> uh, then we can agree to that to that term.
3: Excellent. And I look around at the other dragons at the council and kind of do a head nod and kind of a nudge in dragon form, which probably looks weird with the gestures of uh-huh. trying to say...
0: Th- <laughs> lots of wings, lots of neck. <laughs> Progress
3: is being made here. It's like, look at what we've accomplished in, in just, just a brief conversation.
5: I, however, am still not convinced.
0: What, what can we do for you to help quell any concerns or fears you might have working together?
5: You... Most likely nothing, but there is something that I desire. If you can wring a formal apology from one who speaks for your kind, I would be more agreeable to your circumstances.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't see why that has not happened already. And Agreed. I apologize for that not having happened already.
5: As I said, there is nothing that you can do. I want a formal apology from King melandrock.
0: Okay. Yes, I will speak with him. We shall see. He's not dead or anything. Oh, he's not I can be nice. King Melandry. I can. I don't
5: think he's
2: dead. We'll find out next time. On, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what happened between now and then? Because I maybe, mean, and I, right? He's a dick, right? He was a British dick. Uh, yeah, he
2: he wasn't super <laughs> nice, but.
0: And he's Misty Forest, right? So we can like, yeah. we know him. Yeah, and you know what? I'm sure my parents know him. He's like he's all a king, and they're all royalty. So. Maybe. Maybe I'll have some sway. King Melandric will agree to this term because he knows that we need your help. And hopefully because he feels real bad about all that terrible shit. (laughs) So I'm sorry, this will make you feel better, but not about me, but about the situation.
5: It would do a lot to put the past behind us.
0: That sounds good. Let's all look to to the future. I I will I will make it my mission to do this. Not just because we need your help, but because it is the right thing to do.
5: But mostly because you need our help.
0: That too. I'm not gonna stand here and lie to dragons. <laughs> we all need something from each other. Let's be frank.
5: No. We need nothing from you. You just you just said you needed an apology. <laughs> you just
0: said you needed an <laughs> just apology. <the> highest.
5: <laughs> not from you.
0: I'm like uh, elbowing No, like, you're right. Of die. course. No, of course. we well, ahead. Yes, absolutely. Does anyone need some weed? <laughs> I start to uh,
3: raise my claw up, look around, and then quickly lower it back down.
0: I see I, you. I see you I there. blow we'll a later.
5: giant smoke ring down that encompasses everybody.
0: And we're all immediately high?
7: So high. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean I came in like that so
0: Thea likes you a lot more now but uh.
7: <laughs> For you okay. it's
5: the equivalent of the the Draco Rage Mythal.
6: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Now
5: you know how it feels.
6: No, oh god. Hot boxing in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> it's my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
7: Yes.
0: Uh, okay, I I I look around at the rest of the dragons like what else what can we offer you to convince you to join forces with us?
1: Oh, are we speaking of reparations now? I I did smell a familiar magic upon your entrance.
0: Does one of you carry a bag of holding? <laughs> he walks forward like, This is not my day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I nod apologetically, just like I'm just immediately going for it, and I and I take the bag of holding off and I and I set it down um, in front of this Tasmacala. Tasmacala. Close enough and for I, it to
1: not be an issue.
0: Yeah, and I and I and I set the bag of holding down in in front of her and, and back up.
8: Take your shit.
0: No, <laughs> she wants all my shit in it. She gets it. Like. He has done her we didn't remember what's in there? And <laughs> sure yeah, as shit fun. not my book. That's for sure. Or that potion rest made you spill four years ago that I'm still not over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean Tasma Kella,
1: she picks up this this uh, bag with her with her claw and she she says, this this weave is familiar. I, uh, it once held one of my favorite jewels. It was unfortunately taken from me. By one of your kind, but I consider this a small step. I do still want to make sure that we are signing on for one war, not two. I do not want us to be preyed upon while we are
0: weak. We discuss only joining forces to stop the rise of Tiamat. With no further obligations upon one another once he has been defeated and the Cult of the Dragon has been defeated. Gene. and and no right. no turning against anybody i i really feel like this would be a great opportunity for everyone to move forward um, forgive sins and apologize for sins in the past uh, and and start new relationships and a new world together i see their point we all start humming kumbaya
5: <laughs> as you talk about as you as you say forgive you see Protanther just kind of like point to his eye and then cover it. <laughs>
0: I would... You want, you want one of my parents to wear as an eye patch? I will... My mom, man. I go for it. She'd make a great eye patch. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Parents,
8: She's right. Right. She's right? Excellent. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Anybody else? Is there anything Flint can do for anybody?
4: <laughs> I'm here to help. Well, we did we did talk about the dragon mask, but what about the dracorn? We could also return that.
7: Nimur looks around as I hear about the uh, dracorn, and he just kind of shrugs.
0: <laughs> this guy is so chill. I know.
7: <laughs> <laughs> this cool
0: guy with his long wizard hair just shrugging around the place. I like it. I imagine him sitting on top of, like, this massive dragon throne just, like, legs dangling. Totally. But, like, like, lean back
7: kind of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You don't care. But, and you see you see the legs, like, swinging a little bit every so often, forward (laughs) and backward. I
0: love it. So... So that's a no for the Dracorn. We don't care. That's okay. I thought that was a really good
1: oh, idea. We'll take lunch. gifts that you have to offer. I don't,
6: I don't see any of us saying no. It would decorate my hoard very nicely. We can flip a coin for it. Hmm.
0: Or you could destroy it so no one could summon your kind. No, we don't destroy stuff. No, that's just the ash. It's very minimalist.
1: <laughs>
3: Generally, I would say tributes of magic and gold are always appreciated. <laughs>
0: this is this is this is assumed, I guess. Yeah.
3: If we were
5: crooked cops, we'd be hinting at a bribery. <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh no. Greasing all the palms.
6: <laughs> As I already stated, the remains of my kin, so that we can do the proper farewells, would do much for me to speak up on your behalf.
4: We can make we can make that happen. I know the guy. Good. Can't remember his name, because Russ said it once, but I know him. <laughs> former, former king, now ambassador, Conrad Bronnenville.
0: Yeah, you got it now, Tom?
2: You
7: got it? Yeah, all, all of that, yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, what what about you, latecomer? Is there something we can offer you?
7: You have already proven yourself to me. You have my support. It's
0: because we laughed at your joke, wasn't it? <laughs> it was because of that, that dragon joke. Perhaps
5: some way for you to keep better time.
0: <laughs> Thea pulls out a gold <laughs> pocket watch. A single watch.
5: <laughs> oh, you have a watch? Then why were you late? <laughs> it's
8: actually
7: a so. like
0: A while ago, our airship got
7: blown up and everything takes longer now. Sorry. And uh, I I give a I give a sharp look uh towards uh Protanther and I look back at Thea. Uh, I look over at the gold pocket watch and I point at it and I go, "Is that magic?"
0: No. But it is accurate. And
7: I look over at Protanther and and I go, "I was late." I might as well try to show up to these things on time every once in a while. It's not very often we have to all meet together like this.
0: Thea walks over and gives him the
5: watch. Yes, well, I had thought to scold the adventurers for being late, but I couldn't because one of our own was late as
7: well. Then, then it seems I was the equalizer, if you would seem, in this situation, pro-Tanther
5: yes, you balance human scales very, very nicely.
6: Elia's just grinning. It was like a wicked
0: dragon burn. <laughs> 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 yeah, for sure, that was like, zing, damn. <laughs> I think they're gonna throw down you guys.
7: <laughs> I look back at Rotanther and I go, yes, but all scales should have some form of influence, shouldn't they?
5: You speak truth.
7: Uh, I, I turn to Thea give
5: him the watch
0: I, I walk over and I I hand the mirror
7: the watch awesome and I, I pick it up and I look at it with my left hand holding the chain and I sort of start twirling it with my right hand and I put it into a pocket on uh my belt into a little pouch on my belt of my leather get up here
5: you 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 see, uh, Protanther chuckle says, uh, "Congratulations, your horde has doubled in size this day." <laughs> <laughs> I
8: hear it's not all about the size of the horde, <laughs>
0: It's been a long time without a dick joke. So I
7: know, this whole time, and and I and I I look over at Thea and I point I point at her and I go. She gets it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But like a sexy Thea wink, not like an awkward Amy wink.
7: (laughs) Perfect. It's good to differentiate Uh, between the two. Not allowed to do
0: that in public.
1: (laughs) Where does each of our council stand on the matter of the vote?
7: Nimur looks at uh, the rest of uh, the council and he goes, you have the support of the bronze dragons.
6: The silver as well. It is time that you learned from our example.
7: I say the
3: brass Dragons. Why not? I am cautious.
5: I do not trust you. But ring this apology from him, and you will have my vote.
0: You have the Copper vote as well. Should we all jump into the air at the same time? I was literally
2: just <laughs> going well, to <laughs> some sort five? of freeze frame oh, high five.
4: Freeze
0: frame.
2: Well, hello there. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. Thank you for joining us for episode 41 of Dungeons and Dragons, titled Trusted Representatives of Waterdeep. I really hope you're enjoying this episode. We all had an amazing time recording with this wonderful cast of guests. Uh, We recorded it a while ago and are just super stoked to finally have it out and available for you to listen to. Just a quick side note, very sorry for our audio quality, specifically mine and Amy's. Apparently, the computers defaulted to incorrect microphones when we were recording this huge call, and I didn't catch it until it was over. Sad, but tech problems aside, this whole recording went so smoothly... And it was a blast to record. If you're new to our show, welcome and thank you for coming. Please check out our website for all the details on us and where to find us. That's dumbdragons.com. Dungeons & Dragons is on Patreon, where you can support the show by joining our community at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can have your say in how some of the events of the world come together by joining our monthly goog hangs, contribute NPC names, and even the chance to create a weapon, magical item, or something entirely different. Plus. After four months of being part of the Dungeons & Dragons Patreon community at specific levels, we'll just send you some Dumb Dragon gear because you rock. Supporting us on Patreon makes the show better with each episode and allows us to do new cool things for you. We hope you'll go check it out and join us on the road to adventure patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. All of our social media links can be found at dumbdragons.com so go check out the website and join, follow, or like where you can today. I'd like to take just a quick moment now to say thank you to everyone who was a part of the magic that was this episode and give them a chance to let you know where you can find them. But we'll uh, take this time just for everybody to let listeners know where they can find you if they haven't heard from you. So we'll just go down the list that I have here. So we'll start with Jeremy, because you came in last. (laughs) Okay, great.
7: Uh, I'm Jeremy and I run the Dice Unkind and you can find me... Uh, at at Jeremy Alexa or at the Dice Unkind on Twitter, and then Katie.
1: All right. Well, you can come find me at the podcast Dungeons Dice and Everything Nice at Dungeons Dice on Twitter. You can find me at OK Katie May on Twitter.
3: Wonderful. And then Curtis. Hi, Curtis Bolin with Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. You can find me on Twitter at Daughter Dungeon. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram. We're just about everywhere that you would like to find Dungeons and & Dragons and Daughters. And Keith?
5: Yeah, you can find me on the Bros & Dragons podcast as a player. Uh, go to com. Also, you can find me personally on Twitter, at Elmo the Usurper And Victoria. <laughs>
6: Hi, I'm Victoria, the DM for the Broadswords. Uh, you can find us at the Broadswords on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and you can find me on Twitter as Mimi Merlot.
2: Marvelous! And that is that is all that is all.
0: We did it! We did it! Thank you, everybody! Yay. Huzzah. Yeah. Has That's it ever awesome. been done before? Have has there ever been such a big podcast? of people in different places. Well, I want
2: to know. I'm going to find out if there's a reason after
0: I edit it and make sure to <laughs> see how it
2: sounds. That's incredibly true. <laughs>
0: that's fair. That'll be the telling.
3: I, I think we all know the, the pain of editing these things. And so I think that's one of the reasons why it seemed to go so smoothly today because everyone was doing their best to not talk over each other or interrupt I'm each other it. because, Russ, we know your pain. <laughs> we try to minimize that as much as possible.
2: That's partially why I picked all of you because you've run games and you, you know, you run the podcast and have podcasts. So, I mean, that, it was in the back of my mind that you might have mm-hmm. an idea of what should be, what, how it should go. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description below. The next episode will be out June 13th, which will be the first of two special bonus episodes this month in support of Women in Tabletop Gaming Month. And Amy, my lovely wife, steps into the DM's chair and weaves an awesome one shot that we can't wait to share with you next week. Let's jump back to that mountaintop, though, and see how the team is doing. Seems like they made some friends. Have a great week. We'll talk soon.
0: Uh, but instead, Thea says, We are very grateful for your help. Without you, we, we would not be able to do
5: this. Theo finally speaks truth. Sick burn.
0: Thea bites her tongue. She's like, I'm not going to fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Don't, like, <laughs> no. Don't get dragged in. Don't
7: do it. Nimmer shoots a look back at Protanther again of just this absolute Are you kidding me?
0: He's so
3: mean. I just ignore it completely. (laughs) (laughs) I will kind of clap my hands together. And I'll say, well, now, if we've concluded what we needed to accomplish here, and I turn into a, a human form, now I would love to hear about all of your adventures and how you came to be on Inside This Volcano talking to the Council of Dragons. And do not leave out a single detail. I need to hear uh, about all of it that? from each of scary. your perspectives.
2: <laughs> uh, Gerbo steps forward, uh, the, the gnome for, for those who were late to the party, um, and he says, <laughs> um, it, you know, that's a great story, um, but maybe you guys were talking before they got here about the stuff if they if you like them
1: Now, I do I do think this is an important question to pose our council. Do we send them away or do we send them away with aid? Well, Thea knows which one that she would <laughs> Yeah, I mean I got a vote, but I
0: mean if I had a vote I know which I'd pick, but we definitely don't, <laughs> don't have a vote, yeah. Oh
3: no, yeah. I, I will look downtrodden because None of those options included anyone staying behind and chatting with me.
2: No. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't worry, they'll they'll stay and chat with you. Don't worry about it. We got we got ways. Uh, like six months before this episode goes <laughs> up, so we, so we can talk, talk all. all <laughs>
8: <laughs>
0: Yay! Perhaps after the war is won, we can come together again and share tales exhaustively detailed tales that we definitely all know the details to
2: patreon bonus episode of luther just talking for
0: hours
6: <laughs> <laughs> weeks apparently i'll give
2: you a cut don't worry about it curtis yeah. do,
3: do you want me to just record like you know half an hour of me rambling that you could just <laughs> do it
2: yeah that's perfect <laughs> <laughs>
6: a.k.a. the Ent Moot.
3: I remember when I first saw light through the eggshell that I broke through. <laughs> oh
6: no.
0: Oh no. Thousands
3: upon thousands of In years ago. End.
0: I can't tell if I love it or I hate it. Thea it sits down on the ground, just like, crisscross applesauce, ready to live. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to be sent with aid. I'm aware. <laughs> 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 no one else is saying anything, so I'm, just thought I'd
1: We did take quite a bit from them. I will say that much.
5: I am not opposed to giving something to those that deserve it.
7: And I once again shoot a look at Protanther. And I go, (laughs) I believe we should send them with aid.
5: Yes, well, perhaps you could give them the pocket watch back. (laughs)
7: <laughs> then how would I be on time? Oh, I
5: don't mind you being late. It's rather nice when you're not here. Oh,
6: never stop coming on time, darling.
3: <laughs> Pro- Protanther, are you offering to give half of your hoard to them as well? <sighs> Unfortunately,
5: no. They would most likely buckle under the weight of it.
3: So what do we mean by Aid. If it's yeah. simply giving them a trip back to wherever it is that they need to go, I think that's something that we could easily accommodate.
7: I assume they want items. Nimur looks and is shuffling around in his pockets, trying to find something that he knows he had somewhere. And finally, after like checking three or four pouches on his belt, he pulls out two rings that jingle in his hand.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is Nimur wearing, wearing like the like cargo pants armor,
5: <laughs> it's cargo like, pants of holding.
0: That's, <laughs> the, 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 it's,
1: I'm just the, wondering,
7: it's the,
5: yes, cargo yes, pants of holding. It's the cargo I need pants to write that, that the, down.
7: Hold on, <laughs> hold on, that's
1: the best <laughs> okay. idea anyone's ever yeah. had.
7: <laughs> the cargo pants of holding, or the or the uh, um, or the Batman utility belt of holding, or as he's going through all these pouches, he finally finds something and outcomes, uh, uh. Uh, a jingling in his hands, and he gestures uh, to Thea, who had just given him a pocket watch earlier, and he gestures uh, for her to come to him.
0: She walks over. I like this guy.
7: <laughs> and he gestures for her to hold out to hold out her hand. She does. And he drops in two rings, uh, these two iron rings. And these rings, the, these rings are about uh, eighteen inches in diameter. So yes, literally, it's it's like it's you know the size of your head, oh. sort of thing. Okay. Um, and and I uh, I I explain uh, these are ring gates. You can send anything to the, uh, between two of them instantaneously. Thank you. Hopefully, in battle, these will become in handy.
0: If I punch through one side of it, will I, <laughs> <laughs> will your will face I... appear somewhere? Yes, else? that is what I'm wondering. Oh, good question.
7: I explain. Sadly, only partial, only partial things uh, do not go all the way through this portal.
0: So, items good, fists not good. Correct. Okay. I had to ask and <laughs> be like, Flint, here, hold this for a second.
4: I am good at holding things.
0: Hold it up to your face. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm sure these will come in very, very helpful for the battle to come.
5: You see Protanther step down from this throne. And uh, as he's moving, he's slowly transforming as well into that of a very tall, uh, almost appearing Elvish humanoid. But uh, Much more Softer features Not quite as angular Uh, And I walk up to Flint And I pull out uh, From my side A very large hammer And present it to you Oh this is awesome Thank you Use this with More wisdom than I'm sure your compatriots will (laughs) Well you're, you're probably not wrong there Yes it's a much better gift than some fancy rings.
4: I appreciate it. I will. Uh, I will use it to the best of my abilities. Yes. Well, I won't hold that against you. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, are actually good.
5: I walk away. <laughs> I don't even explain what it does. I just walk away.
4: (laughs) I will get the details from Russ later. (laughs) But
5: You're going to have to RP the shit out of that to find out what it does, man. I, Keith, will explain it. It's a dwarven thrower. Uh, It's a plus three attack and damage. When you throw it, it comes back.
4: (gasps) Awesome. Awesome.
0: It's Mjolnir.
5: It's Mjolnir. You just can't fly with it. Uh, I will take it.
6: Elia walks down the steps that lead up to her throne because she does spend a lot of her time in uh, human form. So she has those there for her for ease of access. And she approaches Nalara and she opens the inside of her silver cloak and she tears off a patch from inside it. And she sets it on the ground in front of you. And when it hits the ground, it takes shape and it turns into plate armor. And it it is it has a bit of a shimmer to it. And she says, this will help you resist the lightning of the chromatic dragons. I uh-
0: thank you. And I pick it up, I guess. It's large. I'm just dragging it away, I guess.
6: It's in pieces and clattering behind you. I'm
0: dropping them. Like, "Ah." (laughs) Do you wish we still had that bag of holding?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to walk up to, to Thaddeus. Now in my, in my human form, my, my human form would be, Something, not quite a wizard, but something a little bit, uh, someone that appears to be a little more studious, someone that looks to be easily approachable and, and easy to talk to, obviously.
2: Obviously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I go up to Thaddeus and I'm like, Thaddeus, thank you. It's for keeping the lines of communication open and bringing us to where we are now. So to aid you, I offer you this. And from my sleeve, I will pull out a magic wand and hand it to him. He
2: extends uh, his arm and, and takes it from you and says, well, thank you. I mean, I was going to talk to you anyways, but uh, well, this, this, is, this is greatly appreciated.
3: Now, I must tell you how I came across this wand in the first place. It was a couple well, hundred open. years ago. <laughs>
1: Uh, just one moment before we hear that, that story again. Side
2: conversation is going on while you're having another conversation. <laughs> we'll just have a murmur in the background.
1: Uh, at this point, Tasmakella comes down off the throne as well, shifts into the form of that of a young human child, a small girl with orange ringlets for hair, and she walks up to Flamekin's same height, and uh, produces three arrows from behind her back. She says, I wouldn't let anyone forget you. Dragons only, okay?
2: She uh, looks, looks up a little, kind of didn't notice you turn into a small child, but looks up at you and says, Oh, um, dragon, drag, Dragons only. Oh, okay, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, you, you got it. Not, not you guys, the other dragons. Other dragons. I'm I'm new here, and I. <laughs> I used to be on a boat, and there was no there was no
0: dragons on the boat. <laughs> Flamekin's default. Yeah. What are you doing here? I I used to be on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> We've been fleshed
2: out Flamican's backstory because that's in the next six months. So we'll I'm just... <laughs> feeling she'll say that a lot. It'll just be a character <laughs> a character thing.
8: But,
2: but thank you. <laughs> she stands up and brushes herself off and, and takes them from you and puts them in her quiver i,
7: I immediately uh after after this little uh after flamikin's receives her uh uh her arrows um i look over at thea with this absolute look of horror and 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 wave you back over uh uh to come back over to me uh to come back over to to, N- to nimmer
0: Thea, Thea walks over like, yeah, you, yeah, you okay?
7: And I gesture and I reach out and grab the rings and I show her one that says uh, entry and it literally says entry on the side <laughs> and the other says exit on the side and I put, um, I give her the exit and I take a small little knife out from my belt and I slowly push it through and on your side you see the gap between spaces and you see the knife protruding through and then I pull it back and then I put the ring over my head and you see me stick out my hand just a little bit and I wave at you and you see my head coming through the ring and me waving at you on in your ring and then I take it back out and I hand it back to you.
0: So I can punch through this thing.
7: <laughs> Sorry, it was, it was different rings that did that.
0: Mm.
7: I don't you. have those here on me right now.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Flynn, hold this for a sec. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Cut back to
2: Thaddeus and Eleuthera, and they're like, and that's what happens when you buy donkeys off of a goat salesman.
0: It's <laughs> crazy, because he was telling him how he got that magic wand, so that it turned into quite the tale. <laughs> well, I bet they talked, Yeah, One thing went to another. The cult of the dragon is working very hard to raise Tiamat, and so we must work hard and quickly as well. Um, you mentioned you would be able to send us back to where we came from, quickly so we didn't have to scale back down this volcano is that possible can we ask you for that one last favor
2: gerbo he speaks up he's like you know you know we can uh, we can probably just send them with some of the birds that's probably a good idea because i know you dragons are very very busy and maybe we'll just send them with some of those those rocks and uh, they'll be on their way and then they can fly around and, and baloney
0: it's, there's baloney in this world Fascinating. <laughs> trains and baloney It's right? not it's not what you think though it's not what you think <laughs> it's something totally different.
2: We're ahead okay. of our time up here on the mountain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then unless there's anything else you would ask of us we will take our leave. There's much to be done
3: I am interested in hearing more about this baloney.
2: <laughs> oh, don't you don't you worry, but I'll talk to you about the baloney when they go. It's all good.
3: Excellent.
5: The only thing I would add is, do not make us regret this decision. We will do our best to come through for you guys. And the world. Yes, well, as I said before, I will not hold that against you.
0: You just said you would.
7: Just can't win <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nimur does a nod and lights up a cigarette. And goes, go kick ass.
0: Thea likes his style. Uh, yeah, I think Thea's got a new crush. A little bit. Yeah, this, little like bit. This, guy's, this guy's right up her alley. Oh yeah, long hair. <laughs> Doesn't give a fuck. Da- yeah, that dragon, Dra- Dra- right. dragon cargo pantsal cargo pants. <laughs> <Yes>. Good God. <laughs> Thea's just like, I gotta get out of this volcano. Is it hot in here? It's hot in here, right?
5: Play <laughs> awesome. Keep it in your pants, the, oh. the cargo pants of holding are good, but it's not, not quite as valuable as the fanny pack of carrying.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> fair, fair <laughs>
3: enough. It's true.
4: Enough. That's like a plus eight charisma right there. So. Oh,
0: God. Someone sees you wearing that. It's just you get whatever you want.
3: I used to have a couple of fanny packs in my hoard at one point in time. I remember when one of them was almost stumbled upon by these adventuring group out in the middle of the desert.
2: As Eleuthera is talking, you guys climb aboard the rocks that have landed, and he's still talking. He hasn't quite noticed that you've flown off.
0: Oh, no. and that's why you always
3: carry a second pair of shoes with you.
0: It feels like really rude, but I. Also gets the feeling like Alithris used to not being able to finish the story. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I think we uh, go good on them rocks and uh, go back to wherever we came from.
2: With your new allies behind you, you mount the rocks and take off to the sky, taking a circle around the caldera before you head up into the clouds, nodding to the dragons in your appreciation of their gifts and their word. You head off in the direction of Waterdeep with new information and alliances to share with the council.
7: I'm imagining Namur walking over to Eleuthera as he's as he continues talking, still with the cigarette, and just walking up to him and just holding it and just listening to him the whole time. And just taking, a, taking a, a, a a bit from it every time, every so often, <laughs> to get a drag. No, That's why like guacamole
3: <laughs> and whiskey do not mix. I do never combine those things together.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.filmmusic.io.
0: Same here. Did I show you the itty-bitty little dice bag that I made for myself? No. Let's see it's, it. It's so tiny compared to the one set I made for everybody else. It's, it's, where's yours? I want a size comparison.
8: I beg your pardon?
0: The dice bag. <laughs> 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 uh what I live with. It's so off-putting when Russ makes a sexual joke. Isn't it? Ah, it's like, I'm the one. These are... That's not his
2: voice. These are the adventurers that we represent.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I am Well, Hold on. Hold on. I got this. It's been a minute.
3: What was the question again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we are here on, on behalf of
8: Oh,
4: fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, that's it. Thanks, you guys. Uh, he is a little flustered. Um, she hasn't been This around. is how our
4: podcasts normally go, so it's totally on point.
0: Russ that's all this out.
4: Hold tell, on, I'm, I'm
0: scrolling.
5: We'll, I'm scrolling. Anticipation <laughs> 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 is building.
0: I'm very excited. What does she want?
5: Give her a she moment. A her <laughs> iPad is very <laughs> Buffling. 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 Give her a moment. It's sinking. Oh, she upgraded to the new operating system. It's oh, suboptimal at best.
0: Well, it's made by elves, so it's shit. Am I right?
4: <laughs> it, it is. Right. Am I right? Thanks, Russ. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: That was out of character. But like, damn, Russ, this is some grisly shit. You <laughs> yeah, things took a dark turn. Things have been kind of going dark since Lara's like, well, you know, I'm half in the grave. And now, you know, my people have <sighs> done terrible things oh, to dragons. Boy. Your people have done terrible things <laughs> to dragons. Who decided to send us here? That's what yeah, I want like to know. Why idea. did they think this was a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't literally we don't even know if we're small Russ is just setting us up to fail this whole thing is just a trick so we look like fools we are small because you know they could skin one of us and wear us as an eye patch this is not just a war to be won on the battlefield I am, I am certain that the council um, who is also aligning themselves and, and getting the the surrounding communities together uh, to, to work together, we will... Uh, make, it, uh, make it, hold on, make, <sighs> make it, just give me, just, yeah. We're drowning!
4: <laughs> okay, so... Yeah. Didn't you guys ever read Lord of the Rings? I mean, the smallest creatures <laughs> helped them win that battle.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, no, exactly, right? I just... Oh god. Uh, I'm 25, I have no knowledge. Out of character, sorry. <laughs> Did that's see
3: the herpes? Out of character at twenty five, you know everything.
0: <laughs> that last one that I, I can't read, that's, but something about favor. NASCAR?
2: That? NASCAR. They have NASCAR. They have, they have sponsorships they can bring to this. They only turn left. Which uh, is <laughs>
1: One well. race to so settle it all. <laughs>
0: one, one race to settle it all. No, one ring, because yeah. they're...
2: It's going to be a whole Fast oh, and
0: Furious yeah. thing. I love it. Let's Okay, ram. I like this, yes. Awkward silence.
8: Somehow I was just, waiting
0: this. for Tom to jump in there. I don't know why. I know, right? Why would you wait for Tom to jump in? Tom, you got anything?
2: <laughs> just, just checking, making sure you, you know you don't want to. Well, wanna I have don't. Some fun. You know
0: what? I don't have access to my notes. You have me on this computer. My computer's over in the living room, recording did, all.
2: The time. Did you read the notes, Brady? I
0: have to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do it, Tom? I think I maybe know. This is embarrassing for people to see how good we are at this. <laughs> how good our memories are from one game to the
5: next. You've been on Bros and Dragons. You,
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: you know how it yeah, goes Yeah, and you guys
0: there. were amazing.
6: Jeez. Hey, we all have podcasts. We all know. It's <laughs>
3: all weird. Yes, I think. I play with nine-year-olds. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I bet you they have a better we memory mean, than my players. I was going to say, I was hoping we would, like, be a little bit better than the nine-year-old. That's not happening.
6: I did offer you a ride. Or wait, no, I didn't. Who did?
5: Someone then- did. No, I don't think anybody no, y- yeah Perhaps it was that <laughs> shady guy in the field. They, yeah, they they decided they wanted to go do other,
2: other
7: shit in the forest, so
6: uh. yeah,
2: there was no, no write-off.
7: Sorry, yeah. Uh,
6: okay, sorry.
7: Boop. Ditch that. I, I, I don't know how to describe this in a much smaller form. <laughs> <laughs> do what feels right. Okay.
0: Just follow your heart. Just do what your body wants. (laughs) Seemed like the right thing to say, even though it didn't really make sense. Oh, no, in the next six months I assume we go back plot twist
4: you're actually yeah. all dead at this point oh, <laughs> oh wow yeah. I mean it's 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 awesome. I Shyamalan taking over our podcast me totally
0: no it's gonna change our gameplay because now we know that Russ can't kill us for a little
4: while see
2: what <laughs> okay. I can oh, do just me yeah. super reckless the name, so if Pia dies I'll just overdub with Edgar <laughs> 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 up Mr. Black
0: an <laughs> <laughs> affinity for the little red guy
2: why couldn't that be protanther's voice
0: (laughs) doesn't really strike fear does it especially when he's the mean one it would have been so berate me for being an elf but say it in elmo's voice me you are gonna turn my mom into an eyepatch.
3: <laughs> mm. I, I vote for us <laughs> to just scrap I this really and start, start over.
0: Oh my god, this, this is, is so scary. I have to your mother.
8: I have <laughs> to her. Oh my. This is like an eyepatch.
7: Oh this boy. Is, this
8: <laughs> really <is> terrifying. Really <laughs> be <terrible>. I hate it so much. I know, I sort of
6: love it. Gonna have trouble sleeping so so tonight? What's up? Fear, Fear. Emma, Emma watches you while you sleep. We're not safe.
0: You like what it, you like what you
2: see? Oops,
0: oops, I like naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. Uh, <laughs> so nightmares,
1: I guess. Yeah. 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 Like a bit Welcome of to the Nightmare so
2: Cast. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
6: From the team behind the award winning best fiction horror podcast Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of true blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything
5: but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave?
6: Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama, coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's okay.